0: Hey guys, it's Deborah. I just wanted to talk to you guys yet again about Luke seventeen, um, which is the two in the field, two, um, you know, in the bed, and it being a rapture verse. Now, I was not at all planning to talk about this again, but I think the Lord is talking to me about about talking to this, talking to you guys about this because um, things are just coming up over and over, and just leading me to the some issues with some views people have on um, what scripture is for who, like, okay, I'll explain. So my last video, if you didn't see it, um, it was just going over Luke 17 and to talk about, could it be with regards to the rapture or is it about the very end, like the second coming? Um, And so I'm just going to read it again, just this last little part. And I just want to talk to you guys about it again. Some people brought up uh, a few questions and... There's some other things. So once I just read this a little bit, then I'll elaborate. So Luke 17, verse 34. I tell you, in that night there shall be two men in one bed. The one shall be taken and the other shall be left. Two women shall be grinding together. The one shall be taken and the other left. Two men shall be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. And they answered and said unto him, Where, Lord? This ski, key, where? And he said unto them, Wheresoever the body is, Thither will the eagles be gathered together. So I'm going to, I feel like, um, prove to you guys that this is about, that those taken, you want to be taken and not left. So this all derived from um, somebody bringing up uh, dispensationalism. um, And this is not something I knew about. So then I started researching and studying and it brought me down a rabbit trail whole thing. Um, And this is not to condemn or judge anybody for their beliefs. Um, There are honestly good people who believe wrong doctrine. Am I saying this is wrong or not? That's not, well, I'll get into what my view is, but whether I'm wrong, I could be wrong. And so if I'm wrong, that doesn't make me not saved. That doesn't make me not love Jesus, not, you know, all this stuff. But there are those who are lying, who teach lies, who are not saved and who are leading people astray. So, the point I wanted to talk to you guys, like, I don't want to get into this controversial stuff really, but this time, I mean, I cannot even, the Lord must be talking to me on it because of something that happened to me today that it's all about this, that I'm kind of like, I don't really, I think He must really want me to touch on it. So, I don't really have a choice. I'll get back to, or I'll try to, you know, focus on, you know, the channel was kind of mainly about Bible prophecy and stuff like that, but sometimes I have to throw these two cents in. So, anyway, I'm going to prove in my best ability, that you want to be taken and not left. Now, some people are probably sitting here like, what are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Of course you want to be taken and not left. But there is teaching that says you want to be left because they're saying this. Okay, and again, I say they. I am not trying to call out any person or something like that. This is all new to me. I just started researching it. But this all revolves around what we're going through right now. Sorry to jump from topic to topic. But it all makes sense in the end. What we're going through right now in this quarantine is... I feel the Lord is using it in a big way to draw you close to Him very personally. You can't go to church, you can't talk to pastors, you can't ask a bunch of people things. You're really by yourself. And this community as it is is probably very more into being on their own because they're online. Um, that's not really my personality. I really absolutely love getting together with people and hanging out. Not so much a sit down and listen to somebody talk, some one person at the front, and we just sit and listen to everybody talk, but Um, Like I said before, I was kind of brought up in, I guess, from the time I was like maybe 14 or so uh, in a brethren church. So basically, um, well, I probably, no, probably I went when I was like 15 or so. But anyway, yeah, a brethren church. So they have a different method where not one person stands at the top and talks. You all sit in a circle. It's like just a little bit above Mennonite, uh, a little bit less strict than Mennonites. And so you kind of it's a group thing. And so I'm really into that social atmosphere, like where there's not like one person leading. So I'm already used to studying the Bible. Like we would get into this circle, the elders, and you all sit and then you discuss a verse and you go verse by verse. Like if you learn about the brethren church, it's not, you you don't have somebody standing at the front. There's no pastor. That's not, sometimes they'll have somebody teach, but like that's rare. So I already started my journey that you pick up a Bible, you look at it, you read it, and you figure it out. What I'm realizing is, and I think maybe there's people on my channel who are deceivers and like Like totally lying to me. But I think a lot of people on my channel who talk to me about this kind of stuff are not um, like that. I think they just have learned this is a thing and you divide scripture in a certain way. And now obviously you rightly divide scripture. What I'm saying is this thing of big, huge chunks of the Bible are only for the Jews. Guys, I'm concerned. This is... I, I didn't know about it. I only learned about it now. And if you want to talk about it, I'm totally open. Like, people know that I'm open to talk about it to a point wherever, as long as everybody's respectful. I cannot be okay with this, guys. I cannot be okay that huge chunks of the Bible are not for the Jews, are just for the Jews. This is getting out of hand. But I guess this is a whole thing. Um, all I can tell you is... It has led down to a very nasty path by somebody that I just heard talk about it today. Like, heretical, okay? So, I'm not going to be shouting out names. Maybe the Lord wants me to. I don't know. But, like, at this point, I don't feel comfortable. So, I'm just going to say, like, you know, I'm going to anonymously talk about what they said. Sorry the visually it's just looking at the Bible right now. But um, I just had to get this out. It's more like just talk. So, Okay. First, I'm going to prove how this is, you want to be taken and you want to be left. The people who are saying this is just for the Jews, you'd want to be left because this is the very end, um, like the grape harvest, I guess. And they're saying that, um, wherever the body is there, the eagles will be gathered is Armageddon. It's not the rapture. They're saying this is about like Armageddon and the very end. And you want to be, um left not taken because those taken are burned they're they're uh, you know um it's like the wheat and the tares okay to be burned this and then so basically this whole part they're saying is not for us so I'm going to go into Strong's right now and I'm going to show you that you want to be taken okay so I'm going to stop talking about this verse I'm going to go to Strong's right now and go into the ancient words and show you you want to be taken, you don't want to be left. Okay. And I'm not saying this to like prove someone wrong. I'm saying it because I'm concerned. Like guys, we can't listen to anybody just say things like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know. We have to read it for ourselves and make sense of it ourselves and then talk to God. And yeah, you can ask people, but like people have made up these whole things that just sounds like if I was a kid, just reading it and trying to understand it, it would be so complicated to me. And then if I, but if I read it just with an innocent mind, it makes a lot of sense. So I don't know if people, if the person starting this mindset that this is not for us, um, did it out of good motives or not. I have no idea, but it has gone down a rabbit trail. And I will tell you, it ended in the most heretical thing I've heard today. That I heard it today, okay? So... And I'm not saying you guys who believe this are thinking that. I'm saying, like, I heard it from someone else today. So let me just go into the history of who wants to be, who. do you want to be taken or do you want to be left? Okay, so here I am. Oh, let's close this. In Strong's. Um, it might be small. I'm not sure how you see it on your screen. But I'm in Luke 17. Where is it Luke 21. I forget now. It's Luke 17, right? Yeah, Luke 17. Okay, so I'm in Luke 17. And we're going to go to the bottom where we were. Um, starting at verse 34, um, you know, I tell you in the night that there shall be two. Now, before I go into, do you want to be taken or do you want to be left? I'm going to show you, cause somebody said, um, excuse me, what is situation? Are there two men in a bed and they're taken? Okay. Somebody in my comments, like nicely asked me like, that's weird, right? Like what historical situation would that be? And I really didn't know. I just trust the Lord's word and I trust that he watches over his word and he preserves his word. So, um, when it says, and then I'll tell, go back to what I was going to talk about in the first place. But when it says, um, I tell you, yeah, you know, in that night there shall be two um, men in one bed. Now, if you see verse um, 17, chap- uh, verse 17, sorry, chapter 17, verse 34. So if you see 34, it says two men in one bed. I hope you can see that. I don't know how to highlight it. I wonder if I can. Oh, shoot. That's not what I meant to do. Sorry, I can't right now. So anyway, it says two men in one bed. See how the men is uh, brackets? And then if you go down to verse 35, it says two women shall be grinding together. And in other versions says grinding at the mill. So when you go into it, but you see how women is um, in brackets. So apparently, because I just did a little other research on it, men and women were inserted. So basically, I don't know at what point they decided to insert it, but it was... I tell you in that night there shall be two in one bed, one shall be taken one left. Okay? And then you go to verse 35. It says, two shall be grinding together, which is at the mill. But they put in the word woman. So I'm not sure when that got inserted. But if you can see, even in Strong's, you don't see brackets anywhere else. It's not, you know, you don't see brackets, mostly, unless there's a reason for it. Those brackets are there to say that they were inserted at some point. Now, I could do more research on it and figure out why, but basically, I don't think it meant two men in one bed and two women grinding at the mill. It seems like that might have been inserted as just the woman men. So I can't say 100% sure, but you got to see that that's very interesting. It really would be two in a bed and two at the mill, okay, or two grinding. So basically, someone had said to me, you know, in a comment, oh, see, the Lord is so merciful. He'll even rapture someone in a homosexual bed. (laughs) Do sorry, I just, whenever I tell my husband these things, he's just like, (laughs) he's like, what in the world? I don't, sorry, you know, I'm not making fun of the person who made that comment. (laughs) It's just, okay, guys, okay, you know, my husband made, you know, a politically incorrect joke, and he's like, you know what, actually, I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, no, I'm just not gonna say it. Okay, the point of the matter is, No, unless that man just, like, I don't know, just repented. And at that moment, he was like, like, if he's living in this lifestyle, clearly, unless he just, just found the Lord, I don't see how he's just continually living in this lifestyle. And yeah, he's getting raptured. I believe the rapture is a gift. Now, I know, like, people believe that no it's not a gift that every single christian gets raptured and the i, I don't know like all i can go is by scripture so it says prayer accounted worthy it says the church of philippi, uh, the philippi that the philippian church that you know, um, because you uh, kept my patience that, you know, I'll keep you from the hour that is coming upon the whole world. So he couldn't have been talking about something back in the days of Philippians. He must've been talking about the hour that's coming on the whole world, you know, the day of the Lord. So if it's on the whole world, it would be the end times. So, you know, it looks like there's that kind of thing going on. So in that situation, I don't think he means two gay people in a, homosexual people in a bed and one got raptured that he's showing so much mercy. I mean, I know not everybody agrees that it's a gift, that it's, like, just for everybody. But, like, again, guys, this is not to fight over or whatever. I just only can go by, I'll read it, it makes sense to me. Like, no one's telling me I have to believe that. I'm not following, I'm not in a camp. That's another thing. I'm not in a camp. I just don't, I'm not in a camp. I don't do Christianese. I don't have a title. I'm not, like, a denomination. I just... Um, I adored the brethren church and I would still be there. Like those people are just genuine, the ones that, I mean, it just happened to be a good group of people, right? It's not like it's cause it's a church or something. It's just a good group of people, but I should say up front, I am rambling, but this, <laughs> I'm talking. So I don't know if you're doing stuff. Maybe you could do stuff while you listen. I do dishes all the time while I'm like listening to people. So I'm just saying, uh, yeah, the, okay. I'm getting all over the place. So back to the thing. No, I don't think it's two homosexual men in a bed. I'm not making fun of that same. I'm sure you guys are laughing too. It's like whatever, like, you know, it could be, but probably not. Um, and it's not because it just said like the brackets. I somebody did a lot of research on it, and you could look it into it into it too, but the brackets mean it was inserted for some reason at some point. I trust the word of God that it is preserved. So, you know, it looks to me like it's just two in a bed and two people at the mill. Okay, so and even here it doesn't say at the mill, but it's assumed. Now, Here's where I'll get into if you want to be taken or left. Let's do this. Okay, let's go to chapter 17, verse 35, so where there's two men will be grinded together and the one shall be taken. Let's see. Do we want to be taken? Well, Or even verse 34 we could use. But let's just use um, the word. See, in verse 34 and verse 35, they both have taken is Word three, eight, eight, zero, and strongs. Now, why do we use strongs? For anybody who doesn't know, it's an exhaustive concordance. It helps you research the original word. Is it perfect? No. Is it, I don't like when people use it to the point where it's like scriptures, replacing scripture. It's like, you know, but if it's a, a helper, a helper along, that's fine. But people get too much into it. But at the same time, where I've had my place where God has kind of brought me back, my time where he said, look, that's where the Holy Spirit works in you, where he's like, you know, this is not, this is, uh, uh, you know, I forget his name, something Strong's, he wrote this, like he wasn't, I'm not saying it wasn't inspired in some way, but he definitely is not like writing the Bible, like it's just very helpful, okay, because it can help you root back, just like the Greek lexicon, I believe it's called, you know, it's just a thing so we can understand the ancient word, so let's go to 3880, so I'm clicking on it, I don't know if you guys saw that, this is how we look things up, the word is Paralambano. Paralambano. okay, so this is the ancient word, and what it means is um, to receive near, associate with oneself in a familiar or intimate act or relation. So one is going to be taken, remember. They're saying, please hear me, guys, who are saying you don't want to be taken and you have to use dispensationalism and it's not for us and this part's not for us. Well, someone's going to be taken and I want it to be me because it's in a familiar or intimate act, a relation. Okay, now let's go on. Um, It says here down in Hebrew Strong's, to take with oneself, to join to oneself, to join to oneself. An associate or companion is to take to oneself, to join to oneself, a companion. You're taking them as a companion, okay? Um, Not to reject, not to withhold. And what else does it say? (laughs) I guess basically the main thing is it's in a familiar or intimate act or relation. To receive near and associate with oneself in a familiar or intimate act or relation. So one is taken, one is taken to be with oneself and to join to Jesus. So remember, God's taking some and he's going to join. It's Jesus is being joined to oneself as a companion or associate. So the taken word is a good thing. Okay, so I'm just only saying this because I don't know why this started or how this started. But it's now gone into a slippery slope of weirdness, guys. That's why you're alone now in this quarantine with the Lord. You're alone so that you can, like, work it out and be like, why don't you go to the person who taught you that and say, hmm, how come it says that? Bono, tell me. I mean, just see what they say. But you really have to use the Holy Spirit because, I don't know, maybe they have some answer. But no one's telling me nothing because I can see clearly. Okay, so now, um, okay. Uh, and then now we want to use who's going to be left. Okay, so let's use, um... Verse 35 again. So 34, 35, and 36 are all the same, and they all have used the same words. Remember, 3880 is always about you want to be taken. So now let's use, um, go into, uh, yeah, to left. We want to know who wants to get left. Okay, and the other left. So 863, if you can see every time in verse 34, 35, 36, 863 is the Strong's word for being left. Okay, so we're going to click on one, 863 me, Okay. me. Do we want to be left? Let's see. Well, cause you're, uh, not. You. some people are saying, yeah, we want to be left. Cause you want to be taken. Cause you're the, then the tear to be burned. Right? So I know some of you are probably sitting here like, what girl, what are you talking about? Like, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. What? And I'm sorry. Like if you need backup to figure this out, I only had to address this because I think the Lord was like, you need to address it. So, and I'll tell you why at the end. So now, me. what does it mean to leave? To send an intensive form to go to send forth, in various applications, uh, forsake, forgive, forsake, lay aside, leave, let alone, put, send away, remit, suffer, yield up. Okay, so the people leaving. Okay, now let's go to down here to send away to bid going away or depart. Oh yeah, of a husband divorcing his wife. So off of me is like a divorcing. So the people taken. Paralumbano are the ones who are being unto that person's oneself to make one with that person. So whoever's getting taken is being made one. Like, think like a marriage to become one. And then whoever is, is whoever is being left is to to send away, to bid to go apart, to divorce. He's divorcing them. He's like, if you are, you know, two in the bed and one's taken, one's left. The one taken is being married to Jesus, to God, and the one being left is divorced. Of a husband divorcing his wife to send forth, yield up, expire, to let go, let alone, disregard, leave, omit, neglect. I'm just blah, 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 going down. Guys, you don't want to be left. So let me ask you how come in Luke 17, the word for the ones being left is to divorce, to be left? If it's the tears being taken, and the ones left are the good ones because this is talking about the very end and Luke 17 is not talking about the rapture then why the ones taken are the ones being uh, you know made one with Jesus or who's taking them and the one and t- as a friend or companion but the ones being left are the ones being divorced guys you have to ask your teachers so if there's some teacher saying no this whole part is not for you this is for the jews okay this is not for you this whole chunk in the red and you're like, okay, that makes sense. It makes sense because, you know, he's talking to Jews and what have you. And, you know, it was a different dispensation. He hadn't died yet and risen again. And I'm not getting into it because I think people could argue it up the yin-yang. I totally, once the Lord just put it to rest with me, but I already, I did the research and all this stuff. And then once He put it to rest, like there's no convincing me anymore because now I'm okay with it. And again, I don't want it to sound like I'm putting people down who believe that. I want to say, test your teachers, ask them. Make sure or don't just be alone with God. Like take this time and say, Lord, just be by yourself and say, Lord, just show me, please. Am I wrong or am I right? And help me to research. Don't just like get a little tingly feeling and say, oh, I guess I'm right. Like, please make sure because this went down one slippery, slippery road once I got to the bottom of what happened here. Okay, when I tell you what happened. Okay, so I've proven I've shown you that we don't want to be left we want to be taken i don't know who can argue with that these are the ancient hebrew meanings okay we want to be taken so the reason this is so important is again i say like if this is for the jews and they're talking about this being the very end then this would be i know the teaching that i've heard is you want to be left you don't want to be taken so this is the rapture this is the rapture guys this is talking about the rapture you want to be taken and two this is what's going to happen When, Because this all started because I was doing a video talking about, um, you know, it said they'll be eating, drinking, married, and giving marriage. And I said the main key element we want to focus on is our people farming. Because it says two will be in the field and two will um, be in sleeping. And this is another amazing uh, aspect to this whole thing. This is another next level amazing part that I want to say. This shows... The Lord was talking about time zones back then. People didn't know about the whole earth being, you know, it's sleeping over here and awake over there and all this kind of stuff. So they only had limited understanding about where different people were and what they were doing. So I don't know exactly what they knew. I'm assuming they didn't think that people were sleeping in one end of the earth and we're awake at another from what I understand. So he was saying, okay, I will look, let's read this. We'll just read in here, even though it's a little confusing with the numbers and stuff, but it says... Um, It said, if you go down to verse 37, and they answered and said unto him, where, Lord? Did they say when? Did they say how? Did they say who, Lord? They said where? So they were saying, where is this all going to happen? This two in the bed taken, one taken, two in the field. Where is this going to happen? Where, Lord? And he said unto them, wheresoever the body is, thither will the eagles be gathered. Now, I've done a study on this before, and I said, um eagles from the Vulgate and the Dead Sea Scrolls, okay, is eagles. It's not vultures. All of the new versions say vultures. Now, even Strong's says they don't know if you click on eagles and it lends towards vultures. And I did so much research on it, okay? It says an eagle. It says here, since eagles do not usually go on quest of carry on, this may to a vulture that resembles an eagle, so see here's the thing see how Strong's actually says it could be a vulture we're not sure this is why God showed me no 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 no. you can't look at Strong's like it is the gospel because they're guessing too so when I research this you have to go deeper than Strong's you have to go deeper and this is where the deception comes in the new versions all say eagles because then that makes it seem like they're eating the dead bodies so where Lord oh they're like oh Armageddon where is two going to be one taken and one left do you see how deep this deception goes okay where lord and then that fits into the narrative of this is not for us it's for the jews because this is all about the very end this is not you don't want to be taken you want to be left see how it all goes into but remember we fight not against flesh and blood but principalities this is next level deception okay so eagles is actually deep down it actually is eagles when you go to the vulgate And the Dead Sea Scrolls, I believe it was Dead Sea Scrolls, it's been a long time, I did this study last year, but basically, and others have studied, and all the new versions, NIV, ESV, you know, whatever, (laughs) amplified, whatever, all the versions are American Standard, whatever, all say vultures, just like I talked about the mark. All the new versions say it'll be on your hand or your head, yet all the, that King James and even back, and like further back, it says in, okay? So these little things matter. So now if they're saying, where Lord, where is this gonna happen? Well, he said, I told you, where there's two sleeping and two awake working. Where would that be? Is that Israel? So this is gonna happen in Israel when two are sleeping and two are working and grinding and at the field and the mill and all that stuff? No, because it's gonna be all the same day. You're not gonna, unless we're talking about napping. But to me, you have to look at what the Lord's saying. It's the whole world. Where Lord, it's a world event. Because I told you that through my research, it's um, the eagles are us, and the body is the dead in Christ. Like if you go to the body, look at that number. Um it says a dead body or corpse. Okay, do you see here one and a Um, it says the word soma means a dead body or corpse. Okay, that's a possibility. So of what this word could mean. All I know is I didn't know that when I looked it up. I only knew that he had showed me that the eagles are us and where they're gathered together. Remember, we were gathered to meet them in the air. Where the body is, then the eagles will gather together. So everybody's like, oh, it's just Armageddon and they're eating everybody. But see how this whole thing can fit two narratives? I don't know, it's to me because I couldn't have known this and he showed me this. That's why I think, no, he showed me. I have to just stick with what he showed me. Sometimes the stuff he shows me, um, it's so amazing and mind-blowing. And I'm like, Lord, you showed me so much stuff and no one could have told me. And I'm not like making it about me. What I'm saying is like, because I'm alone with him and then I have no one else much to ask. And then he shows me stuff. I'm like, wow. And then things will come around that disprove it. Like the main teachers and like big old men who have been teaching forever who are like you know you know like in their whatever 60s or whatever and like they're like oh i've been teaching forever so you got so i sit there and think well they must be right and it's like contradicting what i heard or other people even other like youtubers or whatever they'll be like oh this not it just contradicts what the lord showed me sometimes i'll start to doubt and i'm like wait like i'm just alone i'm just me like probably i'm wrong and then it'll come later and he'll show me he'll light it up through the skies and say no see what i showed you you thought it made no sense just like this, how does this make any sense? I could have never thought I'd go down the rabbit hole of Paralumbano and Afamie and all this stuff. But it all fits. See, he's saying there'll be two in the night sleeping and one will be taken and one left and two on the other side of the world working. If This is not about Armageddon. This is not about that. And then that's where, where Lord, that's where. He didn't ask when, why, how. They said, where is this gonna happen? Over the whole world, Over the whole world, this event is going to happen. It says, and people are like, well, Paul said, let me show you a mystery. And that's why they say this can't be that. That doesn't matter. He is still showing you a mystery. He's saying we won't all die. It was still, like, Jesus said this, and this was like a parable to them. They didn't understand, okay? So when Paul was explaining something, that doesn't mean he's saying, I'm going to show you a mystery, and there's no way anyone has ever, you know, had an understanding. There had been raptures. Enoch was raptured. Elijah was raptured. That does happen. So it's not like to say, I don't believe that's enough of a case to say, this is not a rapture. Or, or clearly it is a rapture. Or that the ones taken have to be the the evil ones. Because Paul said, I'm going to show you a mystery. Sometimes I think these apostles are up in heaven with some of the stuff that people have been fighting over and sitting there like, man, I wish I never said that. Honestly, at this point, this kind of stuff. The stuff he was talking about, like to the... To, as he was teaching, of course he was talking to Jews because there was only Jews, he came first for the, for the house, but that doesn't mean this is not for us like, we're grafted in, so inevitably, yeah, he was talking to Jews, he couldn't talk to Gentiles Jesus was talking to Jewish people, you know the point is, he was teaching them the point is Um, they didn't know what he was talking about. They didn't know what he's talking about. So like I said, I didn't know when I first started down this trail that I would be looking at, you know, why are two men in one bed and why are there, you know, different, and he's talking about different time zones here. And he's talking about the fact that, you know, where is it going to happen? The whole world, where are two going to be in the bed and where are going to that? See, I think that's key that he asked where, because he didn't, they didn't ask him. Why, Lord? When, Lord? How, Lord? They said, where would this take place? Where is this thing going to happen that you're talking about that we don't even know what you're talking about? And he's saying, where the eagles are, then the, the body will gather. And that's a form of dead body. And again, even if I was wrong at this, like, I mean, you know, that doesn't mean, you know, we all have to hate each other and like all that kind of stuff. It's just, I can only, I have to talk about it because... Now, this brings me to my last thing. Um, I have to talk about it because this is what I heard today, okay? This came into my feed through... Look, I... Okay, this is this video, this this channel I've never watched in my entire life. And it came up. I've never heard this person talk. I'm just going to leave all nameless stuff. But they came and they were, like, outing someone on YouTube. Like, they were, like, you know, like, outing them or whatever. Like, saying, like, this person's a false teacher. Now, this person their exact words were this. It was like a two-minute video, and they just recorded them saying this. They said, Matthew 24 is for the Jews. It is not for you. So that's what they said. So I found it strange. I'm like, um, in my day and my goings about, and I didn't look this up, how is it that I just see a video that's talking about something not being for the, for, for you? It's for the Jews. So I was like, that's interesting, because that's what the Lord's been asking me to talk about and been like helping me to research. So I'm like, oh, what is this person going to say? Their next line was this. They said this exactly. They said, and I don't even know what that has to do with it's not for the Jews. Honestly, I don't know what this next line had to do with it. But this is what they said next. They said, if you deny the Lord Jesus Christ and you say he is not your savior till your deathbed. So you deny him till your deathbed and you were saved and you deny him to your deathbed. So I guess they're saying you're saved at some point And then you deny him to your deathbed. you're You're going to heaven. I don't even know what twisted logic that even is. I have no idea. I don't even know what the two have to do with each other. I think there's some connection. I'm still researching. I don't understand the connection, but um, basically what I'm saying is, oh gosh, my daughter's trying to get in my door. I basically hid from my kids for like 10 minutes. Well, however long I've been talking, probably more than 10 minutes. They're turning the doorknob. They're trying to get in. Oh my gosh. I feel like, I don't know if you know Jurassic Park, when there's like a velociraptor at your door, they're turning it. Their claw is turning. <laughs> have you seen that movie? <laughs> the Velociraptors like learning to turn a door ha- not handle. I have all these kid like doorknob handle things on all my doors, so the kids can't get in. And I hear her; she's turning it slowly. Anyway, side note: she went away. Okay, so and I spend the whole day with these people. I just need <laughs> this little time. Anyway, so okay, back to the point: she was saying. This is not for the Jews. Now I don't know. I think this man just made an exposing video. Again, I don't know this person. I don't know this channel. It was just so random that I wanted to talk about this dispensational stuff. Okay, so he said. uh, So then, um, oh gosh, what am I saying now? Yeah, she. He made. He put a clip of her, a snippet, saying it's not for the. It's just for the Jews. And then she went into. If you deny Christ to your deathbed, you're going to be saved. I mean, where are, what, what What kind of person is this that you're, I don't even want to talk about that. Like, I'm not even going to, that sounds absolutely crazy. This is the rabbit hole trail that I think people are going down. I don't even know. Again, guys, I don't want this. I didn't want this to be like this. I didn't. Um, but this, I can't let go because I just think this quarantine is here for this so that people can be alone and get out from under whatever they're in what i'm saying is uh What I'm saying is, is that this thing where you take big, huge parts of our Lord Jesus Christ, our savior words, who's in red and say, it's just not for us. You start getting into a very weird thing because another thing that somebody said, who said it's not for us said, you know, when it says, um, and I don't have it on me. The verse where it says, um, take you, um, you know, if your foot causes, no hand causes you to sin, cut it off. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. They said, because that's not for us, it's for the Jews. I can't remember what verse, like where, maybe that's Matthew 24, I don't know. But they oh, you know, can't be for us because it's before Jesus rose again. Uh, And so they said, it's not for us, whatever. So they said, this person I was listening to actually said, it's for tribulation saints, that's their dispensation, that they need to cut off their hand if they take the mark. Now they're getting into this thing that it's not about if your hand causes you to sin. They're literally saying, this is not for us. This is not for the Jews. This is just for tribulation saints that they should cut off their hand. And if they take the RFID chip and then they got caught up and they're like, well, I guess if you take it in the head, uh, in the eye, I, I guess you better cut your head off. That's literally what they said. They said, you should cut your head off. Okay. Okay. So they said that verse is not for us. This is where it gets weird and, guys, and it takes you into crazy places where you're saying this is not for us and that's not for us. And where does he say things like that? Like, it's not pray then. Ask, Lord, is this for me? Maybe ask him specifically. Maybe each time you get into that place where you're like, is this for me? Ask him. Ask him personally. Don't ask these teachers because and then it's like saying like we don't have brains where it's like well because some people are like well yeah but can't you see that not everything in the bible is for you when lazarus you know like for instance when it was like lazarus come out well my name's not lazarus so i didn't come out so i know that's not specifically to me but it's all scripture is good for you know teaching and i'm sorry i don't remember the verse and then also jesus came to fulfill the law not to destroy like the whole thing it's good The whole thing is good. I just proved here that you want to be taken and you don't want to be left. So maybe take that to the Lord, uh, you know, take it to maybe a teacher that you're teaching you this. I wouldn't because they're going to have some explanation, I think, but I would take it to the Lord and say, why is it that way? See if the discernment can like bubble up a little bit and tell you, no, Deborah is totally off or no, um, you know, the person who taught me that is totally off or I think majority of you don't follow this, but I had to address it because I don't even know what's going on here. Because to me, it just got down to a weird path where the person said, You can deny Jesus as your Savior till your last day. This is their verbatim, almost verbatim, you know, till your death and then you're saved. I'm like, What? But what do you mean deny Him? Like, I don't even know what that even means. So I wouldn't try that. All I can say is it related to it's not for us. I can't remember the verse now, though, but it said the Jews. And because I don't want to throw this person right on the bus because I don't fully know enough yet about their heart or where they're coming from. But all I can say is, uh, yeah, this had to be talked about. Because the Lord, what's the chance that would come up in my feed and on my video that it would be about the Jews? That it would be about them, you know, these verses not for them? Like, what are the chances? This happened today. And he keeps leading me back to that. And then I think he's leading me back to this, Luke um, 17, because he wants to show us what it will be like at the rapture. But if people are saying this is not the rapture, then we won't know. You know, I think this is a cool thing because it's saying, see, look, I know time zones. Like some will be sleeping, some will be awake. And if you were a little confused with this whole two men in the bed, you know, that's one explanation. You can see it's uh, in, in, in parentheses or like whatever, you know, brackets apparently from the research little research I did it wasn't initially in there that it was two in the bed and two in the field now again I didn't go deep enough in that I trust the word that that it makes sense and no I truly do not believe it means two men in a relationship in that way especially him to be talking about that in those days unless it was a secret message but no absolutely no um at all because someone's taken someone's taken to be married unto God while he's having a you know, an abomination relationship. If he says abomination, I'm thinking he's not, it's not going to be okay. And so especially when he says pray you're accounted worthy, well, you can't be doing that if you're doing something that he asked you not to do. It'd be different if you're doing, no, I can't even give it a scenario. But yeah, he asked you not to do that. So, and again, I'm not trying to like condemn people in a struggling in sin, but it just is what it is. I don't know what else really to say about it. Um, anyway, so I think that was the main point. I think this is quite, could be offensive to people. But I mean, again, if you saw my heart and understood what I meant, like I didn't, I'm not trying, I don't want to offend anybody. In fact, I just want to help people because I think this is the point of this quiet time is to be alone with God is to do that. So again, visually, I'm sorry. They have nothing to look at. I just had to get it out because I have literally a velociraptor at my door, um, turning the handle. So I think the point was just to like understand what I'm saying. I hope guys like every time I do a video like this, I'm like, why, why am I doing this? Just delete it, (laughs) you know, but I can't not this time because I think this is a thing. I think it's turned into something. And like I said, it's slippery slope down to now when you take big chunks, it's for not for you. You can do whatever you want with the scripture. If it's not for you. You could just wow! I don't know what you can do. You can because I was always wondering. I'm like, what about this first, or what about that first? People don't talk about this or that. Certain people, and then I'm like, oh, because it's not for us, so we don't have to worry about it. Again, there are balanced people in all these different places who are a little bit off. We see in part, we prophesy in part, and all this stuff. So. There are balanced people in different camps and that's why I think on my channel you can see that there's people who believe different doctrines to some extent about different things. I don't want to get too much into it, but because there are people in balance who are just balanced as in like they're not on purpose trying to displease God and just follow something wrong. Um, there's people who take it too far a bit, but then the Lord will kind of like rein them back in or whatever. But if it gets to the point where you're saying, I can deny Jesus all day long to the point to my death, unto death, and then I'm going to heaven, like who would do that? What Christian would do that? No one would do that. And if you do that, what? He's going to take you forever to be with him, oneself, to be married to himself like that. You've denied him unto death. I don't even know what that means, but it was related somehow to "it's all for the Jews." That part, like, so to me, that's freaky. Maybe that was just some person, and maybe you believe this dispensational thing, like to this level, and you're sitting there saying, "I would never believe that. I would never believe whatever that person said." Who that person is, I'm not mentioning. Um, you know, maybe you'd say, "Oh, I don't believe that." Maybe because you're more balanced, okay? But I'll tell you, some of your leaders do believe this apparently, okay? And I don't know what good it is by me telling you this. I think it's encouraging to say that we're going to see like farming days and it's going to be an event that's going to be global and it's where, where is it going to be? The whole world and it's going to be summer sleeping and summer awake. So I think this is encouraging and I think also it clears some some stuff up, the whole fact that you want to be taken and not left. And I don't know what else to say. I think I'm just going to end it with this verse um, because I think this is the only way to say my stance on this whole thing. It just says, Galatians 6, 7, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. So the main thing I see here is God is not mocked. If you're playing some sort of game, I have no idea who's doing what. We just don't know. I mean, we're literally on the internet. So uh, I can't know anybody's heart, but... I mean, it's all going to come out soon. So it's just sad that people think he can be mocked, but who knows how deep people are in what. But I think a lot of people are not trying to mock God, but they're following people who are. I don't know who those people are. I'm just saying he won't be mocked. So, I mean, that's, yeah. And then the other verse I wanted to talk about, which was the verse of the day on my Bible app. It says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. So, you know, that's just, I think the end of it that he's going to be exalted everywhere and whatever people are doing games they're playing or whatever it's all going to come to light and that i just have to just be still just like everyone else and know that it's going to all work out in the end and he will be exalted so if somebody's playing any games you know they're it's just all going to be found out eventually so i'm not playing any games so if you guys are thinking oh you know maybe she's leading me astray or whatever i mean there's nothing to do the be- the way you know is that i'm saying please just open the word and figure like go if i wanted to lead you somewhere then I probably wouldn't advise you constantly to be, like, seeking God yourself and asking him and whatever. I mean, I'm assuming. So I have no gain out of it. I don't make anything from any of this. I get nothing. So that's my main, you know, way of showing you that I'm not leading anyone astray. And that I'm doing it out of the sincerity. Like, I'm concerned that people are going to go down some weird slippery slope. So, again, I'm not trying to change your entire, like, view on everything biblically or something. Um, but I think this proved a lot of stuff and pointed out a lot of stuff. So something I found interesting recently was somebody had put an acronym. (laughs) So I'm like, I don't like acronyms and Christianese and all this stuff, but I actually do like this acronym because somebody put, um, they, when they put a message, they were like, they just put S-T-I-L, haven't heard from you in a while some, and then they gave me some nice message, but they put STIL because my, you know, YouTube name is speaking truth in love. And God has been telling me so much recently to say, he was saying, be still and no, I mean, we have to be still in the quarantine and just know. And that's, it's funny, my name, my YouTube name, and I, I swear I made that off the, like there's the drop of a hat. Like there was no reason. I just like, oh, speaking truth in love. Because again, I'm not like, you can see I'm super genuine, like not to toot my own horn. That is just my quality. I'm just very genuine. I'm just going to – I just don't feel the need or I just don't lie or whatever. So um, basically by saying – the acronym is STILL it really, it was nice acronym for speaking truth in love because he's been telling me be still and know so much recently. And that really goes with what I'm talking about here. So when I said I'll be shown something and he'll be like, no, like flashing lights, this is what it is. I'm showing you in your innocence because I'm using the, you know, the weak things of this world to confound the wise. And I'm probably not saying that right, but you know, basically someone who shouldn't know anything, and. I'm like, that can't be because I think pastors or teachers say different things. But like I said, I get off track and I'm like, I hear other people and I'm like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong. Like, you know, and he's saying be still and know, know that what I told you was right. And so that's what I'm learning to do. And I do more um, when he shows me something that, you know, maybe a lot of people don't 100% agree with or whatever. I think if he's showing you something and no one else agrees with you ever and it's like completely just you, I would definitely pray about it because I think he does show other people the same kind of thing, so that you have an agreement. You know, for two or three, or there's other people agreeing. If it's just, but the point is, if you really feel like the Lord's showing, you know, then be still and know. Well, for me, see others are not very humble, so that's not what he would advise them. He would probably advise them something different for me because I naturally doubt. Because if it doesn't line up with what everybody else is saying, I tend to doubt. So that's why for me, be still and know is a key thing and. Um, And like I said, the acronym for my name is actually STILL, so I thought that was cool. And like I said, it's completely out of a genuine heart that I'm saying, like, guys, like, just maybe take this time to be alone. If there's anything where you're, like, at all questioning, like, maybe I have been taught down the wrong path or something, this would be a good time to try to figure it out. And I'm sorry if this wasn't super joyful and happy, but, you know, the next videos hopefully will be more on, you know, you know, encouraging stuff. So my two main spiritual gifts that I know of are discernment and encouragement. Um, The discernment is to say that's, you know, not right. That doctrine or that teaching or that thing that you said or I can discern between good and bad, that kind of thing. And then also teachings and stuff like that. Now I'm not saying I'm perfect or whatever, but that's just like where I lean. And then the other thing is encouragement. So I don't want to always be like a negative person where I'm like, this horrible bad thing's about to happen, or your doctrine is incorrect, or you're this way Like, I have to make sure I always check myself, because that's, he told me to do a job, so I better do it, um, and use the gifts and the talents, you know, like, that he gives you. That's why he t- gives that parable of the talents. So, uh, sorry talked about me so much there. I hope that you guys learned something. If you have any questions, just ask down below, and I, you know, really just meant this to help people, and to be you know, a blessing to people. And I meant to do it because it concerned me that maybe one thing leads to another. There's like a thread that goes from like this one deceptive teaching that leads to another. And I'm concerned that that could lead to a really wrong thinking of things and then just go who knows where, where people in the tribulation are cutting off their hands to get rid of the chip in their heads. I don't even know. Like, I don't know if that's where it's going to end up. But um, let's just be as little children and read the Verses And take it for what it is. And ask the Lord if you're confused. And I'm sure he will explain it to you. And you know I'm sure he will show you and guide you in the right path. Um, So I think that's it. Again sorry if this is offensive. Let's just all try to you know react in love. And if there's anything that you want to correct me on. I'm fine with that. Like we could talk about it. I only have so much time to answer comments. So there's that. But I'll try my best. And We'll go from there. And again, if, you know, you don't believe what I believe in that way, I'm not, there's no need to like, let's not fight or whatever. I'm sorry if it was offensive or whatever. I literally did it with good intentions. So, yep, I think that's it. I hope that you have a blessed resurrection Sunday and that you remember the sacrifice that was given and that he conquered the grave for us and that we've won. The victory is ours. So, that's it. And yeah, I will be back again soon with some latest breaking news or whatever the Lord asked me to share. And I hope you have a blessed day or evening, whatever time it is where you are, whether you're in the bed or in a field or whatever it is you're doing in your quarantine. So yeah, we will talk again soon and God bless and shalom.